When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation! Let's go! Let's go. One day until early signing day. This is DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Use promo code DMVR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. What's the mood one day out from early signing day? Oh, man. The mood is let's get this show on the road. <clears throat> you know, like, obviously, you're always wit- sitting back waiting to see what's Coach Prime going to do. Um, but maybe even more importantly, like, let's just get the guys that we got in here. Let's yep. get them signed uh, and let's get to work. I think that's that's my main feeling is like, OK, like, I'm tired of uh, feeling like I'm hanging on. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's get it inked. We will get to flip watch. We'll do a portal update. Um, but yesterday, right after the show ended, Chidozi Imwankwo becomes a buff. You changed up the uh, the pronunciation on me. I'm, I'm on the Houston website and I see it right in front of me. Okay. Chidozi Wonkwo. Chidozi Wonkwo. Wonkwo. Yes. Wonkwo. Wonkwo. Chidozi Wonkwo. Yes. All right. <laughs> Let's go. I'm still going to wait till we talk to him personally to find out. It's right here, bro. If you want to read it. I've seen some bad pronunciation guides before is all I'm saying. I mean, true. So. I, I, someone added me today. It said it's Chidozi. Okay. You're just trusting anyone who adds you? It matches up with this pronunciation. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, big one, man. Yeah. He's Fire fun. hydrant. Yeah. He's fun to watch. Um. He's just so stout. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I don't know really how else to put it other than he's built in a unique way. And he's obviously, you know, 295 pounds, almost 300 pounds. Um, he's wide. Yep. But he isn't the tallest guy in the world for sure. Mm-hmm. It kind of, when you watch his tape, he kind of uses that to his advantage. Leverage, bro. Yeah, it's not often that you see these big guys in the middle able to get underneath the pad level. Mm -hmm. Um, But when he's like shedding blocks and stuff, he really uses uh, that lower center of gravity to his advantage. And I I love it. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. Only listed at 5'11", 295 um, on the Houston website. It says his like the player he looks up to is Ed Oliver, a former Houston Cougar himself. Yeah. Also kind of undersized when he was in college and just a beast. He's a game wrecker. He eats for my Madden team. Does he? Still? He's killing it. <laughs> what is he, in year 18 now? No, bro. It's <laughs> We're only in year three, so we're oh, only two okay. years ahead of current okay. current times. Um, Chidozi was actually a, stamp, a state champion wrestler as well, and that kind of comes through on the tape when you yeah. look at how he plays, just 
very square, um, knows how to use his size or lack thereof to his advantage in the um, in leverage. I mean, he looks like a lot of times, especially in his highlights, he looks like he's doing just those drills. You know, you yep. get your hands up, shed it. Yep. And like he's just like one after another. Boom, shed, boom, shed. Um, the only thing where that height can really work against you is being able to see what's going on. Yeah. You know, like when you see um, a Chris Jones, for example, right. who's just like a tower. Well, what he's able to do is he's taking on the block and then he can just watch what's happening. He can yeah. just watch the play yep. uh, and then go whichever way he needs to go. So that, that comes up a little bit for him. But in the end, uh, this is, I think, an underrated uh, for sure. transfer. Yeah. He's a beast in there. He has been very productive at Houston. He's played the last four years, played in 41 career games, 95 total tackles, 25 of those came last year, 13 total TFLs, five of those came last year, five total sacks, one of those came last year. Um, maybe you'd want to see more TFLs and sacks, but this guy plays nose tackle. Like When I say fire hydrant, he yeah. is able to actually play the zero or the one technique at that size and at a pretty good level. And who knows what, you know, uh, an offseason with Coach Mo could do for him. Exactly. Um, and then just working with Sal and Sap. Yeah. Sal and Sap. That's a, quite the team. It's funny because did you – he did his Instagram video with Coach yeah. Prime. Yep. And there was conflicting reports. Some people heard him say at the end, Sal can't – wait to get working with you some people heard him say sap can't get oh, can't no. wait to get working with you and it's kind of one of those um what was it green needle or i don't know what you're talking about oh man remember there's that audio file that depending on who you who heard it they heard two different things was it wasn't it yanni and uh oh, that was the first one yep yeah then there was another one that was like wavelength and green needle or something <laughs> i haven't heard that one I just know the blue dress and the Yanni and like mm -hmm. some this is like the L third name. Laurel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Yanni or Laurel. <laughs> this is like the third in that line. Anyways, um, super excited for him, and I'm still excited to see like what is Warren Sapp's role. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he obviously is going to be working alongside Coach Sal, but I just can't like. Can you can you imagine um, what these practice you know, clips from well-off are going to look like when Warren Sapp's working with these guys? I can't wait. I mean, you're going to have to be able to bring it if you're going to be in this D-line room. Brainstorm and Green Needle. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that one. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to have to get on that. Sean knows about Yanni and Laurel. Uh, not all good news yesterday, though. Mm. Uh, Matthew Bedford flipped. Of course he's going to Oregon. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, um, best of luck, salute, it happens. It does. Uh, you know, when in talking about recruiting, flip happens. <laughs> and sometimes there's just nothing you can do about it. Um, you, you wish him the best of luck. I believe he was the fourth highest rated of the seven offensive linemen the Buffs have brought in. So it's not yep. like a death blow uh, to the class by any stretch of the mind. But... It's, you know, one of those things where we liked him. We watched his, his tape from uh, Indiana. It was impressive. Mm -hmm. um, he was really versatile, which would have been nice, almost like your uh, college version of, like, a swing tackle at worst. Yep. But 
There you go, Oregon. You got one. Yeah, congrats. Um, but yeah, as you said, the Buffs... I did, ha- I did have a good time going back, reading the comments <laughs> from when he committed to the Buffs, <laughs> yeah. and finding Oregon fans trying to degrade him. Yep. That was fun. Uh, they're still out there like crazy. Tennessee fans have been coming on strong, too, recently, too. Tennessee fans are digging their own grave by trying to talk shit on our weather. Well, it's 30, <laughs> that was crazy. It's 37 degrees in, in Tennessee right now in Knoxville. And here in glorious Denver, Colorado, it yep. is 66 degrees today. I should have worn shorts just to make a point. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm wearing this. I put it on because I just figured it was December. And then I walked outside and it's like, oh, wow. Meanwhile, you guys know I hate fans. And there are so many fans going in this room right now. <laughs> it's driving me insane. You'll survive. <laughs> You'll survive. Um, but yeah, as you said, he was the fourth best offensive lineman that the Buffs brought in. They still have the number one, number six, and number eight interior O linemen um, who are in the portal, and the number twelve. So we'll talk about some guys in the next segment here. I'm sure they're not done on the offensive line. I think, you know, losing Bedford, you kind of want to bring at least one more in, maybe a few more, anyways. Yep. Just being the plan. But um, it is what it is. Any thoughts on just how it happened? Like just what we're going through right now, where it's literally the wild, wild west. Commitments don't mean anything for transfer guys. And they don't, like someone said, when is transfer signing day? There isn't there one. There isn't one, yeah. You're not really tied to the school until you enroll in a class. Yep. And actually like go to the class. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not till what, a couple weeks into January? Uh, I can't. Someone told me on s- when the semester starts. I can't remember though. I would assume January seventh, something like that. Yeah, sometime around there. Um, so I guess it'd be eighth because I think seventh is a Sunday. Um, it's yeah, man. I mean, this is what you do, and the problem is there's always someone around the corner looking to negatively recruit you, mm-hmm. and of course, Dan Lanning being the low life that he is uh is always looking for a reason to say something bad about coach prime um and i think what they probably told bedford is oh like look at all these guys they brought in and they have tyler brown that they like and all this stuff like what well, why would you go there like you're probably not even going to start or that did they promise you you're going to start and like obviously coach prime doesn't promise anything and they're like well we we will promise you you can start mm-hmm. they probably just lying to him no he's still going to be in the big 10 yep uh, so we'll see. We'll see how he does this year. All right, let's get to some flip and portal targets. But first, a uh, shout out to our friends at Circa. Uh, Circa Resort and Casino is one of the best places out there in Vegas. It's my new favorite resort out there. We always have a ton of fun. When DMVR makes it out to Vegas, uh, it's got a 7,000 square foot casino. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, two floors as well. The resort has over 500 luxury rooms. If you're heading out to Vegas for Broncos, Raiders, Avs, Knights, Pac-12, or Mountain West alum, you can book your stay with code DMVR20 for 20% off. Also, download the Circus Sportsbook app that's available in Colorado. Download the app at circusports.com. Circus Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Also, shout out to friends over at Breckenridge Distillery. Uh, if you're in the area, you can go to BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of their award-winning spirits. And they have delicious, smooth bourbon, uh, which I happen to love. 
And so get over to BreckenridgeDistillery.com, check out their award-winning spirits, and get you either some of their bourbon, some of their vodka, <clears throat> some of that espresso vodka. If you like to make an at-home espresso martini, check out our friends over at Breckenridge Distillery. And shout-out to the Denver Outlaws, the three-time, I believe, uh, champion Let's Denver go. Outlaws who sent me this T-shirt. And so they deserve some love. Shout out to them. That is the Premier Lacrosse League. Lacrosse is an underrated sport. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy, you know, laxing it up with the bros, <laughs> spooning it, whatever they call it. <laughs> I don't know what they call going it. That's to, on you, bro. Going to Cradle City, bro. <laughs> oh, man. The hand motion just ties it all together right there. <laughs> um. My only complaint about lacrosse is the games are really long. They do take forever, and the score is like 23-25 sometimes. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, I used to go, like, you know, support the bros. <laughs> and uh, I'd be like, man, these games are long. Like, I feel like the, each game, it lasts like three and a half hours. Are you making fun of lacrosse bros? No, I'm not making fun. I, I'm pro lacrosse bros. <laughs> All right, let's get to some flip targets. Um, Coach Prime has to have some tricks up his sleeve, right? Like, what do we set the over-under at? 0.5 or 1.5 for a flip? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that wasn't even that much of a pause moment. (laughs) Oh, man, we can't spend more time on this. It was the hand motion that did it all. (laughs) That's just cradling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) 0.5 0.5 or 1.5. How many? What do we set the over under for flips? One and a half. So you're guaranteeing one. <laughs> I'm not guaranteeing one. I'm just setting the line. <clears throat> but I am <laughs> confident. Uh, I am pro spooning. Uh, I'm confident that uh, Coach Prime is going to be able to uh, to make a move here and do something like Coach Prime is very aware of narratives and what people are saying and branding, right? Mm-hmm. And if if it's your brand that you always flip a big recruit on signing day, yeah. That's a positive thing for your image. Yep. So he knows that you know that he he's trying to set that up because he knows that works in his favor long term mm-hmm. and that's going to help the Buffs win at the same time. So even if they got a commitment like last week, a silent commitment from a guy, they're going to set it up to be like, hey, yeah. you should flip on signing day because yep. that'll, you know, it'll make a big splash. Yep. All right. First guy we're going to start with. And who else other than Boo Carter? Feels, w- it feels like it's not happening. So he has actually, it says on his 247 sports page, says he's enrolled at Tennessee. He already did one practice with them because they're going through bowl practices. Okay, that sounds like that's over. So he's done, it sounds like. Uh, Gage Ginther, same thing. We talked about him a lot, the interior offensive lineman out here. Yep. Um, Might have been out already because it could have been Bill O'Boyle who was his primary recruiter here. So next guy, Jaquan McRoy. This is one that I could see happening. Um, there, There are theories out there that the reason Dan Lanning mm-hmm. went so hard after Matthew Bedford was because Colorado just pulled one out from under him. 
Um, I don't know if that's the case, but the narratives certainly line up. Yeah. And I think that's exciting. The one thing I'll say is his big thing at Colorado and why he came in to visit Colorado was because he wants to play right away. Yeah. I just don't know if that's the, I don't know if he's supposed to play right away mm-hmm. and that's not a, a knock on him at all. Um, but like it's few and far between who play as a true freshman. Um, and they're usually five stars like Jordan Seaton. Yes. I'm not saying you can't do it. I just don't know if it's the best for either side or wherever sure. he ends up for him to play right away. Um, so I don't know exactly how that's going to work out. I mean, it's obvious CU wants offensive line help today, right away. Like, yes. you need to play soon. Um, I mean, if to build this program up, you are going to need offensive line commits, and you're going to need a, like the development uh, to develop them through the program and stuff. So they will get there, I think, at a certain point. But in terms of this year and when you have a Shador and a Travis Hunter who have one more year, basically, you need guys today who can suit up and play tomorrow. Which is, I think, why they literally went all in on Jordan Seaton uh, when it came to freshman recruiting. Because it was like, this is the best of all worlds. Mm-hmm. It's a rare case where you're like, we're going to get the best guy for right now and for later. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of a perfect scenario for them. Obviously, people are, you know, he's kind of teasing everyone today, which I guess we, it's just the world you live in when you uh, recruit with the big boys. But... It's uh you know they this this was a huge recruiting win for them. Yep. Um, next guy. Do you have any takes on on what Jordan Seaton? What he's doing? I said it yesterday. He likes to play it up. That's what these five stars like yeah. to do. They like you've to got, have fun with it. You've got um, Charles Lester. Yeah, it's what they do. National editor tent arrived, but to what school? It's like, bro, aren't you committed to Florida <laughs> <Yeah>. State? <laughs> uh, the by the way, the Travis Hunter video from two years ago came across my timeline yesterday. And it's just crazy to think that that moment down the line led him to see you basically. Yep. Yep. It's crazy to think like if they had gotten Travis Hunter, would Florida State mm-hmm. be in the national champion or play, be in the playoff right now? Yeah. This changes the whole trajectory. No joke. Maybe he's open on that play and Jordan Travis doesn't have to run. Right. Um, all right, next guy, another seminal commit, KJ Bolden, five-star safety, one of the best players in the nation, ranked the number one safety on the 247 Sports Composite, 14th overall player. Can you guess where he's from, Ryan, and why I'm bringing him up? Fort Lauderdale. Buford, Georgia. Oh. Uh, I think Dre was on the show last week or the week before when we were talking about Charles Kelly. And him going down to Buford and offering like five or six guys. Yeah. Do you you really think that he was there and didn't speak a word to KJ Bolden? No, I don't think that at all. I don't think that at all. He's a safety. Yeah, and isn't he teammates with uh, King Joseph? Uh, is jo- King Joseph a Buford guy? I feel like he, I feel like there's someone he's teammates with that was like, oh, they, it could be all flipped at once. Um, there's a ton of kids from Buford. What, uh, Dylan Rayola, right? Yeah, I think so. Buford is killing it. They're legit. All right. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I think this could be one of the most impactful potential flips in terms of making a splash, grabbing headlines, 
and you're also getting a great player. And we know that Charles Kelly was down there like a week or two ago. And he puts in work. He's one of the best recruiters in the country. I mean, that dude recruiting safety should be like shooting fish in a barrel. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's worked with Derwin James. Yep. Uh, who else? I mean, all these Alabama guys that have come yep, through. Yep, exactly. So stay tuned. Uh, speaking of Alabama, Jeremiah Beeman. 2024 four-star, 70th overall player, 11th overall defensive lineman, 6'4", 265, out of Birmingham, Alabama. He's been committed to the Tide since May. He came on a visit to see you during the season. And then we had the Cam thing, Cam Silman Craig, a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Where they're, he's like on campus. Yeah, just hanging out yeah. at Cam's house. Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, certainly one to keep an eye on. By the way, you know who else went to Buford? Who? Alejandro Mata. Did he really? Yes. No way. Yes. Um, so shout out to the chat for tipping me off on that one. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, that one is like that. That little Instagram sequence has like silent flip written all over. Oh, it, yeah. Right? Uh, and maybe it's just those two are friends and they both had a free weekend and he came to hang out. But Cam's from Birmingham, right? Yes, he is. So then they probably they definitely go back. I'm sure for sure. But, but that being said, like that probably means that if he was coming out for a secret official visit, he would have stayed with Cam, you know, hung out with Cam. So you never know. Uh, last guy I got. And who, I, I have one. Oh, you okay? Um, this guy visited during the season. Um, it's not listed as an official visit on 247 Sports, but Nasir Johnson. Uh, he's out of Dublin, Georgia, 149th overall player, 21st D line, 247 Sports composite four star. Six four and a half, three hundred pounds. The really quick. The chat is saying Cam was at Beeman's spot mm. in Bama, not the other way around. I feel like there was like Buffs gear in the picture or something, or like on the wall. I thought it looked like the Champion Center, from what I remember. I I, I haven't seen the picture in a while, but anyways, anyways, uh, he was committed to Nasir Johnson was committed to Florida when he came to see you on that visit. He has since flipped his commitment to Georgia. That was on November 15th. But another guy who came into the Champion Center, we know that already. Yep. We need defensive linemen. He's one of the top in the country. Man, this would be the place to pull one out is on the defensive line, mm -hmm. right? You got Seton. You got your five-star offensive lineman. Can you make some noise on the defensive line uh, with a, with a last-second flip? Obviously, Coach Prime known for the corner flips it was charles uh charles lesser and then ellis robinson is that mm -hmm. the other one his name mm -hmm. hasn't been brought up at all no he's been locked in with georgia for yep. a minute yep and then this one has just randomly been percolating through the interwebs today okay uh lj mccray all right six six 260 pound defensive lineman from notably daytona beach florida uh-huh five star uh, 98 composite rating and uh, is committed to Florida right now. But Florida, man, they're kind of coming apart at the seams. Yeah, shaky ground out there. Did you see um, who flipped from Florida yesterday? Some big recruit flipped from Florida yesterday. Uh, I think. There's been quite a few. And Someone flipped from Miami, like all this stuff. The, the quote on the Hayes Fawcett graphic was like, I'll God told it. me to do it or something like that. <laughs> Someone quote tweeted, it was like, damn, uh, Billy Napier's getting negatively recruited by God. 
<laughs> At least uh, we don't have that going on down here. I'm trying to find who it is. I don't know. By the way, there was a quote uh-huh. from the one and only Coach Prime. Xavier Filosami, Flor- uh, safety, Florida to Texas. He's the one, yeah. Yep. Is he the one who... It was uh, God who told me. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Napier getting negatively recruited by God. Um, Coach Prime did a Zoom call with the Associated Press yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Scott Proctor. Yep, shout out to him. Of the... We met him. Oh, okay. I yeah. think I'm, let, me, let me look at his picture really quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Um, he tweeted... Teaser from Coach Prime ahead of Wednesday's early signing days. I mean, you can see what we've done in the portal, and you're going to see on Wednesday what we've done in high school. You may see a surprise or two that you're going to say, quote, wow, they're building something special. As if we didn't know that already, but let's go. Coach Prime doesn't usually say those things and then not deliver. No. I think you're, from what you said at the beginning of the segment, spot on. They probably got a silent commitment at some point and told them, all right, just do it on signing day. Yep. He also said, this is just like good stuff to file away, almost exactly what I said yesterday. Uh, We're on to linebackers and a couple more DBs, and we can call it a day Mm -hmm. in in terms of the transfer portal. Yep. So I said linebacker is pretty much the spot. Um, Coach Prime's always going to load up on DBs. So there you go. You're going, you may see a surprise or two that you're going to say, wow, they're building something special. You might want to put that on a quote graphic, actually. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about the portal, then. I have, uh, looks like, 10 guys again. A few of them we've talked about before many times, uh, and that's where we start. Samuel Okanlola, Oken- the pit defensive lineman, mm, or yeah. edge. CU offered him very, very early in the process. He entered the portal... On December 4th, he took an official visit to Florida State the weekend after, but he has not yet committed. He has a four-star transfer rating. He's the rated the fourth overall defensive lineman in the portal. Um, we'll see. I don't think he played too much this last year. Um, I think he played in every game, actually. Only 18 tackles, six TFLs, five sacks. So pretty decent production, uh, looking like he was just a rotational player there, so... And then, how about Chidozi Wonko's teammate, Jamari Caldwell? Oh. He is a four-star transfer-rated D-lineman, 6'1", 325. Yes, please. Um, I think he may have earned Big 12 honors, all Big 12 honors this last year. Uh, 26 total tackles, 8.5 TFLs, 6.5 sacks. 8.5 TFLs? Let's go. Yeah. Uh, one forced fumble. And another blocked kick as well. Another big body, though, so we'll see. And then um, just today, Texas Longhorns defensive lineman Christopher Ross entered the portal. Uh, He got hurt early in the year. He was a very highly coveted 2022 recruit. He hurt his elbow, was carted off the field. Shortly after that, was removed from the roster. Hmm. But he's officially entered the portal today. Who is this? Christopher Ross. Okay. Christopher with a K. Okay. Um, but he was a 2022 four-star recruit, top 300 player from Houston, Texas. And then I don't know if you saw this yesterday. Remember Clay Patterson, the Yale defensive lineman? Yes. 
He committed to Illinois, I believe. Decommitted yesterday. He's on on the board. Yeah, he his decommitment looked his like he did the notes app thing. Uh huh. I swear to God, I thought he copied Matthew Bedford's thing and put it. It, it was almost identical. Oh it's my crazy. God. <clears throat> At least it wasn't a poem. No, <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Um, do you want some breaking news that will um, affect me and, and you a long time from now? Okay. <laughs> so it's like breaking news, but kind of the opposite of breaking news. Because right. it's not relevant to the right now at all. Colorado has added five games to their future non-conference schedule oh. per Brian Howell. Oh. September 6th, 2025, Delaware. All right. Scheduling dubs. Love it. Can you name their... Um, Mascot. Yeah, they're the hens. Blue hens. Close. Blue hens. And that's where uh, Joe Flacco is from. Joe Flacco. <laughs> um, September 12th, 2026, against Weber State. Another name dub. Theirs? Weber State. That's the Utah school, right? I think it is in Utah, yeah. Uh, I don't know it. I'm thinking some sort of cat. <laughs> Wait, so you Wild don't know? Cats? I think you're right, though. Weber State Wildcats. Uh, hold on, hold on. Yep, Wildcats. Ooh, well done. God, I'm good. Uh, September 18th, 2027, Northern Illinois. The Huskies. Got it. And then these last two should be easy. Um, September 16th, 2028, and September 13th, 2031, the DNVR Buffs podcast grudge match. Colorado taking on Northern Colorado, home of Uh Alyssa Marie. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Uh, Buffs opting for knock on wood. For dubs. Yes. That's what you should do. Absolutely. Yep. I actually would much rather do this. Our previous athletic director was doing some wild shit. Yeah. He's like, let's schedule Ohio State at the shoe. On the road. It's like, what are we doing? Give me Hawaii at Hawaii week zero. Like, are you insane? Yeah. Give me Weber State all (laughs) the time. Yes. Let's go. I love that. A few more guys for you. By the way, it's UNC Bears for anyone who needed that paid Uh, off. Yes. So you just beat them in basketball. Sure did. Last time UNC came to Colorado, you had Luke McCaffrey, a McCaffrey child, throwing a clipboard mm, at a fan. Really? Yes. <laughs> I think Luke McCaffrey, is that the former Michigan kid? I don't know. He became the offensive coordinator under Ed McCaffrey at Northern oh. Colorado. The fans were heckling him for having too tight of pants, <laughs> and he threw his clipboard at them. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I think it was Dylan, actually, who was at uh, Michigan. It is pronounced Weber State. Home of Damian Lillard. Really? Yes. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Derek Harmon's the next guy we're talking about. Michigan State defensive lineman, 6'5", 320. He's listed as a four-star transfer. The number one defensive tackle in the portal still. Who's this? Derek Harmon, former Michigan State Spartan. Okay. Entered the portal on December 4th. He's already taken official visits to Auburn, Ohio State, and Oregon. Has not committed. Okay. Chase Basantis is still out there. Yes. The true freshman right tackle for the Texas A&M Aggies was a very highly coveted recruit, ranked the number two offensive tackle in the portal right now. Wow. I just don't know if Chase is a good name for an offensive lineman. 
You just yeah. want to be chasing. Yeah, you don't really want him running too fast, no. actually. That means bad things are happening. Uh, he, he hasn't taken any official visits according to 247. Okay. Is he um, just doing the old uh, better pay me my money? Could be. <laughs> Stewie Griffin? I don't, I don't think anyone's gone back to A&M yet. I don't know. Um, the only Oklahoma lineman left in the portal is Savion Bird. 6'5", 296. Uh, I think he plays guard. He was a 2021 four-star recruit. He's ready to four-star transfer. He's still out there. <clears throat> uh, Xavier Sorry, 6'3", 220, inside linebacker from Georgia. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> My God. <laughs> he played in 11 games last year, made two starts. <laughs> um, a lot of, a few Georgia linebackers have entered the portal. Uh, one of them with the, the hyphenated name, I think, is uh, going on an official visit this weekend to another SEC school. Can't remember his name exactly. Okay. Um, two more for you. How about this one? Just Chase, entered... Chase Summers said, my name is Chase. RK's out of control. Chase Summers is basically the story of my life. I just... <laughs> Chase Summers, that's all I You ever... were on a roll <laughs> with your puns today. My God. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't want my right tackle chasing anyone. <laughs> You're right, though. Um... Maybe we can put out a vague emoji today. Uh, the reason you I say put this, out a vague gif. Well, I was quote tweeting uh, Justin Mayers, <laughs> and I assume he was talking about this guy. Oh, Stephen Hubbard, former left tackle at UTEP, has entered the portal today. Damn, six three three fourteen from Houston, Texas. Um, I believe he was a JUCO recruit. Came in in twenty twenty. He's been a junior for three seasons, but uh, I'm assuming he's a graduate transfer. Someone just keeps uh, commenting, where was the AP quote? It, it was from, um, let me find it again. Scott Proctor, right? Scott Proctor on Twitter, which is S-C-O-T-T-P-R-O-C-T-E-R underscore. Final guy, Reed Carrico was an inside linebacker at Ohio State, was a highly rated recruit. In the 2021 class, uh, he does not have a transfer rating right now. I don't think he's played too much at Ohio State um, in his career. So there's some linebackers. There's a few tackles. There's some defensive linemen for you to look out for. All right. Um, Hestra job gloves. Don't you just love your Hestra job gloves? I honestly do. They're easily the most comfortable gloves I've ever worn. Um, they're the best. It's a beautiful day out here, but you guys know the cold is coming out here. The cold and snow is coming out here in Denver. Make sure you're prepared with your Hester job gloves uh, to take on the cold. If you've got work to do or if you're just out there at a tailgate hanging out and you need to keep your hands warm while you got a beer in your hand, uh, check them out. Extremely warm, comfortable, well-built gloves. Um, just get shit done with them. Visit hestrajob.us. Use code DMVR40 to get 40% off your next purchase now through December 23rd. That is a crazy deal. 40% off. And anyone looking to supply their team with high-quality work gloves at a bulk rate can email Josh Jacobson at josh at hestrausa.com. Also, shout-out to MSU Denver. Got several uh, of the DNVR family go and get their education at MSU Denver. If you're looking to further your education and get a college degree and you want to stay right here in the unbelievable city of Denver, Colorado, MSU Denver is a great option for you. Uh, go to MSU Denver. Dot edu to check out their 90 plus majors and 10 plus graduate programs with courses online in person or both that's msudenver.edu 
All right, you wanted to talk about uh, Big 12 recruiting. As it stands right now, CU is the top-ranked overall recruiting class. That's transfers and recruits in the Big 12 with 24 commits. Um, they have the most four stars in the Big 12 coming in. Again, transfers and recruits. I think check out UCF because they have a lot too. Oh, so they're tied. None. Okay. Okay. Um, they have the highest average recruit ranking at 89.61. And the highest total points at 252.21. So what you're saying is Colorado is winning the recruiting battle in the Big 12. Clearly, yes. Something that I guess we just don't have Big 12 haters yet. Mm -hmm. Because you've got Oregon fans and Colorado State fans and like Oklahoma and USC fans trying to point out that Colorado's recruiting classes in the 50s. Um, but we've talked about this before. The goal was never quantity in the classes. And go look at the classes who are like the best just classes in the Big 12, not by average recruiting ranking. Like total commits? Yep. Uh, so we've got Texas Tech. They got 30 kids coming in. How many in. three stars? Uh, it says 22. 22 three stars. TCU's got 34 kids coming in. 28 are three stars. 28 three stars. This is what I was saying. If you want to have a top recruiting class in the country, like the Buffs could easily have a top 15 recruiting class in the country if Coach Prime wanted to bring in 22 three-star kids. Sure. Um, it's just not his style. Yeah. And so on the whole, when you combine recruiting the high school ranks and you and then you include the transfer portal, Colorado's winning. Also, when you talk about the caliber of player they are bringing in on average, Colorado is winning. Mm -hmm. And then there's this. You look at the top viewed teams in the country this year. And obviously Colorado is way up there. Yep. They are number three uh, in terms of average viewers per game. Now, obviously they got knocked down heavily by PAC 12 uh, network matchups, but <clears throat> Colorado averaged uh, 6 million viewers per game. They were just behind Ohio state who averaged 6.05 and, and Alabama 7.12. No surprise there, but you keep scrolling and you keep scrolling and you keep scrolling and you keep scrolling. Well, if you take out Texas and Oklahoma, there's not a big 12 team in the top 32 most viewed teams in college football this year. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, you have Colorado at number three. Is Colorado straight up primed to be the face of the big 12? I think so. I mean, obviously, you just put the TV numbers out there. And this that was just year one last year. We're just getting started yes. here. Yes. Um, imagine if Colorado was in these games that they were losing by one possession. You know, the Oregon State game where they came back at the end. Uh, UCLA, where I think that was a 10 or 11-point game. It was kind of over early on. But when you have an improved offensive line and you just give Shador more chances, more bites at the apple to make big plays and score touchdowns, that's must-see TV. Um, if Travis Hunter doesn't get targeted and knocked out of games, like the ratings are even higher this last year. So there's a they scratched the surface, I think. Yeah, to they me, they weren't even good. <laughs> I know, and that's really kind of crazy when you think about it. Like, what's going to happen when? Weeks 8 through 12 are high, high leverage games for Colorado with a lot on yes, the line. Yes, yes. Um, you're going to get more 10, 12 million view games. To me, it's you combine these two things, and I'm mostly just combining them because we're in recruiting season right now with, with 
uh, that tomorrow. And then uh, Brett McMurphy put out this report on the views yeah. uh, on you know how many people are watching the games. But when you combine the fact that Colorado is winning and recruiting in the Big 12, and they're the, the, by far the most popular team in the new Big 12, this is adding up for Colorado to be the program of the Big 12. And sure. it might be one of the most underrated aspects of going to the Big 12. Um, obviously, you know, I've been a, a longtime believer that we're going to end up with two conferences at the end of this. Sure. Colorado, as of right now, is still primed to be in that. If there were to be another reshaking up tomorrow, where it's going down to two, Colorado's entering that. But this little move to the Big 12 at this exact moment in time may end up being Rick George's legacy of he positioned Colorado to go into a major conference. It's down to the power four next year and be the team. Now we'll see when, when they get out on the field, like is Colorado ready to win the big 12 next year? I'm not sure, but when you are going to be the most popular team in the conference and you're winning the recruiting battles, Yep. you're going to be the team of that conference eventually, whether that's next year or the year after. Well, look, man, just looking through the Big 12 right now, Colorado has the best quarterback in the conference and the best overall player. No one can touch Travis Hunter, I know for a fact. Yep. You can throw out you know, Jalen Daniels at Kansas. You can throw out Cam Rising at Utah, even Fafita at, at Arizona uh-huh. uh, in the best quarterback conversation. But for my money, they have the best quarterback and the best overall player in this conference. Yeah, and the most valuable piece of a program in Coach Prime. Sure. So, again, it's there's a lot of pressure on them to put it all together on the field next year, um, because the opportunity next year is massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like Utah is obviously going to be a force. Maybe Arizona caught lightning in a bottle this year. Maybe they're able to back it up and, and run it back next year. Yeah. But the door is wide open to go and win this thing in year one. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously have to be a much better football team than you were last year, but you've already got, come in and solidified a lot of your gaps. I just think it's very notable. Like The Big 12 is going to be viewed as the Colorado Conference very soon. You're spot on. Uh, Ollie Gordon is not in the portal. He never entered. That was a fake on three account tweet. King Joseph Edwards is scheduled to commit this evening. Uh, I think 7.30 Eastern, 5.30 Mountain Time. No changes to the top three. It's still Syracuse, FSU, or CU. Again, I wouldn't get my hopes up too much. It seems like the Nick Williams connection is why he was so closely tied to Colorado. Just went on the official visit to Syracuse. Last weekend, I think it was. Um, so, yeah. Never say never, but... Yeah. We'll see. Um, this is a kid who, no matter what ends up happening, I'm going to root for big time. He seems just like a great overall kid. He does. Uh, and you never... I always, We always talk about recruiting his relationships. Yep. And you would not blame him to go to Syracuse and follow Nick Williams and also get a great education mm-hmm. um which i think you know is, is always underrated in this whole thing but um we'll see we'll yep. see he's been he's still been showing colorado the love he has so we'll see um 
Coach Prime in that same AP interview or uh, I don't know conference call or whatever it was. Said Shador is going to be healthy enough for spring football this year. I think we all expected that, but it's just good to hear that Shador's not suffered any setbacks. He's on schedule to be healthy and just go through the offseason as normal. It sounds like no surgery necessary. Yes, yes. So that's huge as well. Um, Stay off the slopes, Shador. Yeah. He's been taking it easy from what it sounds like. Finally, um, well, two more things. We'll do this one first. We talked a lot about Caden Green. Um, with the Phil Lodeholt connection, mm-hmm. he went to Missouri. A lot of talks of tampering with that one. <clears throat> a lot. There's tampering everywhere. Of course there is. I mean, every player that transferred, for the most part, was tampered with. Mm-hmm. Especially the early transfers. Uh, if they're still sitting out there, then they might not have tampered. They might not have known that everyone else was tampering. And my advice to all college athletes who want to enter the transfer portal is embrace tampering. Yeah. Know your next move before you make your... Or know your second move before you make your first move. Right. But, yeah, I mean, they show up with, you know, a couple mills on the porch. Missouri is... Uh, man. Where did this money come from? Have you seen Ozark? No. <laughs> I've been watching Ozark with my brother. Crazy show, by the way. But, uh, I don't know. I need to watch more shows. So do I. Feels like it just makes you more in tune with what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. There's money everywhere, what's, I guess. Uh, what happens in Ozark? That- Ozark is... Have you seen Breaking Bad? Yes. Ozark is about a guy who lives in Chicago who works for the cartel who's a money launderer. Okay. He has to run to the Ozarks in Missouri. Okay. And he has this whole new life and all this stuff. Oh, still dealing with it all. Um, I stopped watching Breaking Bad, though. I couldn't make it through the whole show. Why, bro? Uh, I can't stand shows where the protagonist always makes the wrong decision. <laughs> and like, oh, now they're in another mess. <laughs> Got to find their way out. You may not like Ozark then. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's, it's pretty similar. I'm just, there's so many times where I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. I can only, I can only do it so many times. You like Ozark more? Yeah. Really? I'm going through the last season right now, so it's pretty damn intense. All right. All right. Uh, last thing. It happened. Dylan Riola flipped from Georgia to Nebraska. So I didn't tweet about this because I just didn't feel like. I didn't even want to. Yeah. 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 I just didn't feel like dealing with those people uh, last night. But we have to discuss the fact that that is the single corniest commitment post in college football history like it makes sense that a guy's going to the corn huskers uh when he dropped that ai ass poem in his commitment post yeah. that's the worst thing i've ever seen it's um this is a kid who has committed to three colleges and has been to three high schools over the last three seasons as I said to you guys before the show, he's going to be a legend at Pitt when he's in his third, in his third college, sixth season. Sixth season. Yep. Got the waiver. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll just say this. I hope that, that Nebraska starts a true freshman in week is, two against yep. Colorado. This is what I was getting to. This looks like probably their starting quarterback this next year. Who else would they even turn to? I mean, everyone left. I guess there's a rumor that Casey Thompson might transfer back oh, to Nebraska. I know. That's just like not a good look, though. <laughs> I know, I know. 
What did he even do? Which this that was a year? bad move for both sides to transfer. I think he went to like Florida Atlantic or something. Yeah, you're right with uh, Tom Herman. Yep. Um, wow, he only played in three games. Only threw 79 passes, five touchdowns, five interceptions. Bring him back. Yeah, you know what? Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> I just uh, still have PTSD from him against Colorado in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. Uh, when he was at Texas. Yeah. Which he would go Texas, Nebraska, Florida, Atlanta, Nebraska. Sounds like Dylan Raiola's for mm. future path. <laughs> um, but yeah, normally I would have just let this go, but I, I can't let that poem slide. Should we read it? No. Okay. That's too cringy. Uh, go check it out, though. It's, uh, it's certainly something. Like, what was the point of that? He didn't even, like, say committed in that or anything. It was just, like, him showing off his, like, hobby of writing poems or something? Uh, he was showing off chat GPT-4. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else? I don't think so. Um, Lane Kiffin got an extension. Good for Lane. The Lane train's rolling, too. Is it? They're the number one transfer class in the country right now. They're probably going to get Walter Nolan. Wow. Lane train's rolling with Nolan. <laughs> Lane, Lane Kiffin, number two on the big game boomer uh, swaggiest yep. coaches yep. rankings, I think. Probably uh, the best Twitter game in all of college football head coaching. Oh, it sounds like groups, too. Thompson, Casey Thompson tore his ACL. Uh, is that what happened? But still, he was five touchdowns to five interceptions before the. Oh yeah, Purdy little Purdy's little brother's there, right? He's he's not transferring. Did he not? What's his first name? Chuba. Chuba. It says plays for Nebraska. Okay. I just figured he was transferring since they are like doing anything and everything they can to replace him. I mean, bring on the true freshman. But they also tried to get Kyle McCord. Yeah, well, it's probably because Raiola was coming. That he didn't come? Yeah. Which makes no sense. I mean, if Five Star comes in, they're going to play. But it, w what year is McCord? Uh, I think he's going into his third year. Okay. I think his first year was when was Stroud's last year. And then he obviously started this whole season. He's just not good, though. <laughs> He's not. All right. Fair enough. I hope they... Well, honestly, they can give me uh, Chubba Choo Choo or uh, <laughs> Dylan Ryle in week two. I don't care. They'll fumble it away anyway. Exactly. Thank you. You're learning so fast. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at Red Hawk Roofing. Uh, don't wait until the snow hits to address your roof. Hit up these guys. They're fans of DMVR. Um, they do their work with quality materials. They've got decades of experience and a quick response time. Hit them up for a free no-obligation roof and property inspection. You also get a free in-depth photo report for all inspections. If you're looking for a new roof over your home or business, be sure to check out Red Hawk Roofing at redhawkroofing.com and tell them the DMVR fam sent you. And then game time. Shout out game time. Use the code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, to unlock $20 off of your next ticketing purchase. And as you guys know, game time's the best. <clears throat> you want to go to a local sporting event, a concert, whatever it is, 
pull up game time and get in on their fantastic last minute deals. Uh, the longer you wait, the more those tickets drop. So pull up to the stadium, wait as long as you can, have a couple of beers on the tailgate of your car, and then pull out that app, game time app, use the code BUFFS and unlock $20 off of your first purchase from game time. McCord was a 2021 recruit. He was a junior last year. Okay. It sounds it sounds he's, like he's a he has one year of eligibility left. He's got one more he's got one more school in him after he graduates this year and enters the portal again. Pitt? <laughs> yeah, Pitt. Wake get, Forest. Get ready, Pitt. <laughs> Legend on the way. Boston College, something. What's up, chat? Hit the like button. Also subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We'd appreciate your five star review as well. Tennessee fans, man. <laughs> They're everywhere today. <laughs> Aunt Gloria's wrong. <laughs> um, Patrick's asking, can transfer sign tomorrow also? I I have no idea. What what transfer sign is um, a financial aid agreement and it's not binding in any way. Mm-hmm. So I uh, most of them, if they've announced their commitment, might may have already signed their financial aid agreement but it doesn't mean anything it doesn't do right. anything right uh master says any word on mcclellan from florida um he just visited this last weekend obviously still feel good about that one we do patience what it, will shepherd took till thursday to commit last week wednesday or thursday and then yeah. we had the key or the Wade twins commit, I think, the day after that. So I think it was Thursday and Friday. So there you go. Some patience. Uh, Isaiah says, any news on any Colorado player going into the portal today? I haven't seen any. Nope. We're up to 12 transfers out. Here, let me pull Who's up latest, the latest, uh, Mikey? Uh, Trent Carrizosa. Ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> I'm going to, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. <laughs> He's a cool kid. Okay, there you go. There's something nice. Um, no, we met him. He he, he was nice. He was nice. Yeah, to us. he DM me when he entered the portal and stuff. Said thanks like to us and everything. So damn. Yeah. All right. There's plenty of nice things to yeah. say about him. Um, we are up to according to the the prime tracker at the dmvr.com. Also, check out our new website. Super slick. Slick. Snazzy. Uh, prime tracker's on the front page right now. Twelve transfers out. Um, I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five scholarship players out of the 12. The rest have been walk-ons. Wow. They shouldn't be called in the transfer portal if they're a walk-on. I know. They should be called a walk-off. <laughs> Rare form on, from my guy today. They walked off. <laughs> now they're walking on somewhere else. Maybe. Or maybe the portal swallows them up. So it happened last year. I hate that. I mean, the stat is still something crazy. What, 60, 70% of the kids that enter the portal don't come back out? Damn, dude. Would uh, you enter anywhere that 67% of people <laughs> don't come out of it once they go in it? I mean, what's your choice, though? <clears throat> just get told you're not going to be helping this team out anymore, even as a walk-on? Yeah, just try to be the CVO, Chief Vibes Officer. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to play, but I'll just try and bring the vibes. <laughs> uh, Wayne asks, 
that's you know Caleb Presley. Who is that? He's the one who does like the Sunday conversations. Uh huh. He like kind of like does those bit questions. Yeah. He, that was like his job. He was that for North Carolina. <laughs> Just the vibes guy. Isn't that your role? And he made a whole career for out of it. CU. He, that's what I was going to do. Oh, uh, director of vibes. They uh, pulled the vibes coordinator. They pulled the offer from yeah, you. Yeah, they what? haven't. They haven't come through with the offer <laughs> sheet. But that's basically what I do here. So that is true. We'll have to get Neely on it then. We'll tell Neely that we got to get you back in for uh, CBO. Is that what we're calling it? Yes. Yes. Wayne's asking. I seen somewhere on the internet that Coach Prime is looking for a lifetime contract with CU. Thoughts? Who knows if it's true? But what do you think? I don't think Coach Prime's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's worried about it, honestly. I think he'll take a contract extension. Sure, any everyone would. Why no not? one, yeah, no one wants a a lifetime contract. We're still we're entering year two of a five year deal, though. Yeah, that's it. yeah. I mean, all of those numbers are irrelevant. It's yeah. like win and you get a new deal every time. Plus, I thought I saw somewhere that the renegotiating window for them is after the twenty five season. What do you mean? That's when there's the clause in the contract, apparently, that they'll renegotiate an extension, potentially, or something. I'm sure they extend before that. Okay. Um, Reef's asking, there's no Big 12 network, correct? Thankfully not. Thank God. We are, we're saved. There was the Longhorn network. There was. That was another conference network failure. Yep. Um, you can do Kamada's, oh, um, Fox and ESPN. Yeah. That's where we live on now. Thank on God. national television. Is every game guaranteed to be on one of those two? So it's like ESPN, ESPN2, Fox, or Fox Sports 1? I'm pretty sure that's who they signed the media deal with. Yeah, I think so too. I just don't know. Like, <clears throat> I just remember when the Pac-12 started, it was like every game is guaranteed to at the very least be on the Pac-12 network. Um, Let's see. Um, I guess NBC's in there too. Oh, wait, no, that's for the Big Ten. Oh, no, this is an old article. Right. I assume every game is guaranteed to be televised. I wonder what, like, the worst one you can get. Like, is there, like, an ESPN news slot? Like, I mean, we'll probably get thrown on FS1 and stuff maybe oh, yeah. a few we're times. Oh, yeah, we're going to be on FS1 and ESPN. Well, we're going to be on Fox and ESPN most games. Yes. Especially as long as we're in the hunt. Exactly. Uh, this article from ESPN from Pete Thamel says just... ESPN and Fox. Okay, sounds like ESPN Plus is the bottom, maybe? Makes sense. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember using ESPN Plus for too many games this year, though. Especially, There's, like, Power 5 games. I mean, because you weren't watching, like, UCF versus Kansas. True. Actually, that would have been a good but game. I'm, I would have watched that. I'm probably going to have to go back and watch some of that here soon, so I'll find out. Yeah, or, certainly. yeah whatever. I'm so annoyed that these other Pac-12 schools are coming. Really? I kind of wish we could just get rid of them. Just, this I is just our home. all new vibes. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens with the ACC, I guess, though. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. DW says, what do you think about what Chip Kelly said about realignment? This, this is damn near segment two today. I think yeah. it's a fantastic idea. It's something that needs to happen. It's something we've talked about. The all independent, essentially. Yes, just throw everyone together. Make it, like he said, a 64, 65 team conference. Sell that.
to the TV. That's what I've been saying forever. When he said the whole thing about like Amazon and Nike yes, or whatever, yeah. I was that like, was straight that's, up. Yeah. that's my shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, something that we've talked about a lot on the draft pod, too, is like we need a college football commissioner. Like, separate yourself from the NCAA. Let the other sports do their own thing. Let them, you know, let softball play in the Pac-12 or whatever. Uh, shoot, even basketball. Like, why not? Yeah. And then football just is its own thing. I mean, we're already on the way to semi-professionalism or just straight-up professionalism as it is. Yep. So market it as that. Sell it as that. You'll probably make more money that way. Here's a great question uh, from Bird. <clears throat> the plan for tomorrow. So here's what we're going to do. Jake and I are going to pull up to the office nice and early okay. and wait. And if big news breaks, we'll be live as soon as we possibly can. Obviously, there's studio schedules uh, and things of that nature that we have to deal with. Yep. Um, but we'll be here waiting on the news. And then if nothing happens before 1.30, uh, we'll obviously be live for our normal 1.30. And then we'll probably hang out for a little while just in case anything happens before you know the evening mm -hmm. happens and then we'll go home so there sure. you go we will be on deck waiting for anything to happen <clears throat> we talked about kind of doing like a live stream but there's too much chance of us just sitting here all day exactly uh with nothing happening so we'll uh yeah you'll get more arcade puns yeah it's just me making puns <laughs> for five hours which hey i don't know you guys have been showing me the love for that <laughs> in the comments today um so yeah we'll we'll basically just be on deck waiting for something to happen ready to record as soon as it does uh and then we'll we'll recap everything at the end um it's also important to note tomorrow's like the big day but the early signing period goes through friday gotcha oh nothing worse than when one of your recruits doesn't sign on the first day oh my god <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't have any of that last year. Hopefully, it's the same. Cooper with the 521 Super Chat. Just joining, you might have discussed, but do you think we have a shot at Ellis Robinson can talk prime signing day without number one CB? Let me pull him up. We talked about him a lot um, early in the offseason last year. Did he visit? I can't remember if he visited or not. I can't remember if he did either. I feel like that one was never really in the mix. Um, yeah, that might have been one where he just threw CU in the like uh, his top schools or whatever, and then the the um, vague emojis are getting intense oh, on Twitter. Do right we want to play again? Who, who's going to be next? Is that what you're saying? No, let's play the vague emoji oh, game. Oh yeah, we should play. Well, no, I thought we were doing that on Fridays. Are you doing a special edition of the Vague Emoji game because it's signing day eve? I mean, it's Vague Emoji time on Twitter, apparently, today. So you're going to throw out a random one? Me or you? Yeah. I can do it again, or if you want to get on the Vague Emoji game. All right, what are we... What are we you got to help me pick. What are we looking at here? The vaguest emoji of the day. The vaguest emoji of the day. The fish cake was a great choice, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Um... I feel like foods are good ones. Maybe something like a boomerang. Ooh, a boomerang would uh, that um, cause some some uh, commotion. That is, it's almost like too <laughs> too uh, closely. Yeah, like tied. too on the nose. People are gonna be like someone who like left and then came back. <laughs> Real Casey Thompson situation. 
Um, I mean, how vague do you want to get? Because you could do like a pawn and, and a chess. All right, let's do it. Um, that is in... I got it. You got it? Yep, I was right on top of it when you said that, so it was perfect. There you go. Throw out the pawn. All right. There it is. Vague emoji of the day is the pawn the emoji. Pawn. And it's out. If you know, you know. I just get people, like, replying to me with the fish cake now. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, fish cake, schmuck. Fish cake, Jake. <laughs> That's what they call him. <laughs> Please. Anything else? Super chat from Chase says, Charles Lester set up a dorm room registry with a humidor on it. <laughs> Sounds like a man coming to Colorado. Hashtag humidor gate. A humidor? Where? Like for cigars? A humidifier? A humidifier? Uh, yeah. Hold on. I'm looking up Charles Lester. I want to see what he's got on this registry. Now. Why does he have a registry? I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. Let's go through this tweet. He said, uh, signing day slash going away celebration, December 23rd. Uh, dorm gifts are appreciated. Registered on Amazon, Charles Lester. All right. Hold on. Hold on here. I've never looked up a registry on Amazon. I don't really know how to do this. Vague emoji already has six retweets and 26 <laughs> likes. Also, someone responded, chess, not checkers, which is actually, I love that when you turned my vague emoji into a bar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to find a right. Amazon gift registry. All right. Uh, well, one more super chat from East Coast Kev. Let's be honest, Jordan Seaton, as good as he is, goes to one of these Big Ten schools, he'd be just another lineman, no major publicity for him. We've talked mm -hmm. a lot about this. I, it's not true. Uh, I don't think that's fair. Anytime you're getting the number one offensive lineman in the country, there's going to be buzz. But you're not going on ESPN exactly. to exactly. make your commitment um, without the Coach Prime uh, connections. So he knows. I think he knows that. He has a chance to build a long-term brand here, which is just rare. Like, Jason Kelsey is maybe the only, like, offensive lineman with a brand. Mm -hmm. So he has a chance to, you know, be special. I mean, yeah. It's different here at Colorado. And they need the help. And he's coming here to literally... I mean, the hashtag was save us Jordan Seaton. He said the savior. Yep. By the way... If you really were staying in Florida, you do not need a humidifier. But that's different than a humidor, which would be a place <laughs> to store cigars. I didn't or, know uh, what a humidor was, honestly. Have you ever been to, like, a cigar shop? Yeah. I love the smell of a cigar shop. But, like, you go in the humidor, that's where oh, it's like they keep okay, the cigars okay. so they don't dry out. Oh, I found Charles Lester's dorm supply gift list. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is elite college football shit Are right you here. ready? Yeah. So we've got basics here. We've got like silverware, knife set, kitchen utensils, cutting boards. Okay. There's a TV, a microwave. I mean, this is Any basic, ski basic. goggles. I'm uh, trying to Hester see. job gloves. It is a humidifier, not a humidifier. Okay. <laughs> um, Dude, got an air fryer in there. Humidifier in, in Florida? I guess. The breeze is a humidifier. Well, my guy's just trying to stock up on the essentials here. Pillows, pots and pans, a mop, du broom and dustpan. Do you... Um, hangers. Do you use a humidifier? I don't. You just wake up like with your eyes completely dry? 
Or I, did, I guess. Do I don't, I've lived up at this elevation like all my life. So have I. I don't know. You're just chilling in the morning. You don't feel like you like SpongeBob out of water. <laughs> no, I mean I do grab the water bottle and chug water right away. Okay. It's one of the first things, but I got like if I don't if I don't keep that thing humid, I've got to like get up, splash water in my face, chug water. I <clears throat> I always use a humidifier when I'm sick. Okay, but it's never been like oh it's winter time to break out the humidifier for me. Sometimes yeah no I I gotta I gotta get the humidifier out in the winter. So there you go, Charles Lester to Colorado. <laughs> it's, it's locked. Chestnut checkers. A fifty-five dollar trash can is on his list. Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like Dylan Rayola nil money. I mean, my guy needs sheets. He needs uh, towels. <laughs> Some cups. Twenty-four set of cups. Just regular cups. Also, why would you need 24 cups in your dorm room? That's what it is. All right. That's amazing. Fun times. Uh, East Coast Kev again said, oh, wait, no, this is the same one. Oh, is it? Would Seton have been on Undisputed or Rich Eisen if he goes anywhere else? He made the right choice. I hope he stays. Exactly. Yep. He, someone posted, I can't remember who on Twitter, his following's gone up double. He had 16K followers on Instagram. He's up to 30K now. Yep. He, he's completely gotten it the whole time. I really think he's just like fucking around. Someone said you can't spell Charles Lester without chess. <laughs> oh, they're going to just make all the, the theories. You guys are here. good. I love it. <laughs> 4D chess. Anything else? That was a fun show. That was fun. <laughs> good stuff all around. Oh, man. Early signing day tomorrow. Get ready. Lock in. We'll be ready. It's going to be fun. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Let's we'll see buffs. what happens. Let's go Buffs. We all silly like the mayor.